Hello and welcome to Elevate to Success, discussions on project management and leadership ideas, tips and techniques of being a project manager, agile practitioner, or a leader in your organization. Each week I will have something new for you. I'll have discussions with guests on a number of topics that you can use immediately or stuff that's keeping you up at night. So let's go. Okay, in this episode, how can I improve my Scrum retrospective? Now, I'm going to give you a couple ideas of having enjoyable and productive retrospects. You know, m- many teams see retrospects as a point, as pointing to finger sessions, uh, getting lectured sessions, uh, finding fault sessions, and everything basically negative. When in fact, it should be fun and productive sessions to help build a team, to improve that team, and also to share new ideas. You know, the retrospective is, is the heart of the Scrum and in the Agile world. This is where we come together as a team and do self-inspections on how well we are working together so far. You know, what went well, what could have been improved, and then make plans to list tasks for everyone for improving going into the next sprint. So the retrospect is a place where the team is empowered, you know, where the process can be criticized as well as celebrate achievements. You know, every retrospective is to to build up some a build up morale within the team. Um, retrospects can be also stagnant. You know, when a team gets bored and would rather not be in the sessions and just continue working, uh, then you have a big problem. There are a couple of reasons why this is the case. Number one is that the team members are shy. Number two, there are only one or two members that, you know, speak and take over the meeting. Number three, other team members are left out of the conversation. Number four, other team members are scared to ask questions because someone might uh, provide some type of negative response. So as a scrum master, you'll need to set the stage for every retrospective so that all team members are comfortable. You know, it should be a safe place. So here's a couple ideas for you to try. Number one, set out reminder emails to the team. Hopefully the team members will think of some good ideas uh, at the time of the session. Number two, as, as the scrum master, you start with your ideas. Start talking so that you can express the first thoughts that come to your mind and the rest of the team feels stimulated to follow. And number three, start with a one-word exercise. Make a simple question to the team to set the stage. Now, what kind of emotions did you get from the last sprint? You know, let the team choose. Was it joyful? Was it frustrated? Was there lack of pride? Were they just tired? Or number two, how are you feeling today? You know, rate it from one to 10. And then put responses, put those responses on the board. Okay, so another key motivator is illustrating or talking about improvements made on the previous retrospective. You know, if there's none, then ask the question, why? Your previous list may have a lot of improvements and, and, you know, it's okay if one or two have been accomplished. You know, chip at it one by one. It's not a race to accomplish all the improvements from from the last sprint. You know, as Scrum Masters, try to start the session um, talking about what the team has done from the last retrospective. You know, give kudos to each of the team members. Speak out, speak about every one of your team members, not just one or two. Um, not all retrospectives are just about you know the three things. You know, what went wrong, what didn't go well, what new ideas can we improve on. You know, you can hold team building event after you've made your announcements. Kind of jump into the team building event. Here's some ideas for you. Okay, here's one that I tried before. It's called the Lego Retrospective, and it's a fun activity that helps the group conversation about feelings and and also future directions. You know, this is good when you have team members that are shy to speak. 
So here, here it goes. Have a pencil and paper. And the number one is place a box of Legos in the center of the meeting, either on top of the table or on the floor. Number two, ask everyone to sit or gather around the box. Number three, ask everyone to build an animal with at least eight Lego bricks uh, to represent how they are feeling. Number four, instruct each person to show their animal and then talk about it and their feelings. Number five, ask everyone to build a model with any number of Lego bricks with about six minutes to represent the group future direction. And lastly, number six, instruct each person to show the model and then talk a little about it and their view on the future direction of the team. You know, this activity creates a playful and also a sharing environment. People will share their feelings, opinions, based on the bricks uh, that they created. This is useful for fostering conversation and collaboration and also an openness to other team members. It kind of breaks down the uh, animosities. Okay, so, okay. So here's another fun one called Human Rock, Paper, Scissors. Now this fun activity can be used to get everyone moving and laughing. This game is a variation of the game Rock, Paper, Scissors by hand, but requires people to get on their feet, move, and act as a team rather than just an individual. So here it goes. Take out a pen and paper, number one. Now as a group, decide the full body pose that will signify each element. Now for Rock, each person of the first group will bend down and hug their knees and curl into a ball so they look like a rock. Uh, now for scissors, each person of the one group will stand legs shoulders width apart and both arms up and hands behind the head so they look like scissors. And then paper, each person of the group will stand in attention, arms on their side. Number two. Now after the poses are decided, break the team into two groups. For each round, each group will need to do one of the poses. Now this is everyone in each group will need to do the same pose. So each group will have one minute to strategize what pose they want to do. Now number three, once all the groups have their poses ready, now the scrum master or facilitator will have the two groups face each other and count down from three. For example, three, two, one, go. And then at go, each group, now everyone in the group, will need to strike one of the three poses, rock, paper, or scissors. Now rock beats scissors, scissors beats paper, and paper beats rock. Now do best out of five, uh, I guess best out of five wins, uh, wins the round. And then you decide what group will receive a prize if there's any prize you wanna give out. This is a fun actually activity, keeps people moving. So another um, retrospective is called the speedboat. Now the speedboat retrospective goes beyond the typical questions and helps us to gain insight on things we could not otherwise get. So the first one is the island. This is the vision. You know, set your goal for the mid to long term on the project. This idea seems obvious, but sometimes it gets lost in everyday tasks. Number two is the wind, uh, which helps the team. The wind helps it get better. It helps the team move faster. It helps the team get more mature. You know, these are positive elements. And then in the boat, you have an anchor, which things to improve. You know, what is holding the team back? What impediments are there? Things that went wrong or are those that do not want to be repeated. And then lastly, you have the rocks. So 
The rocks uh, signifies risk that should be analyzed as you might encounter issues in the future. So from a speedboat perspective, you know, if you can illustrate a picture of uh, a, a boat on the water and then you have the island to your left, then you have the wind blowing the boat, then you have your anchor uh, dragging on the bottom and then you have getting closer to the island, you have rocks. So that's that's an illustration of the, the speedboat retrospective. So in closing, um, you know, it's a good idea to rotate the facilitator at each retrospective. It doesn't have to just be you as a scrum master or manager. Uh, have each of your team members participate. Empower them to, to run the team, run the retrospective. You know, this will help them think more and participate while they empower themselves. So this comes to the end of this episode. I hope you got a lot of information out of this. I know it's short, but you know, retrospectives can be a fun, um, a fun session. It doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be a negative. Have to just encounter negative responses. Uh, make it positive. Make make uh, your team members uh, feel good. Recognize your your team members. Give them kudos where uh, where accomplishments are due. Motivate them and, and bring up morale because the next sprint could be a little harder. And it, and it could be a lot more harder down the road. So the more better morale and better positive outlook you have with your team, the, the better performance and efficiency you'll have. Alrighty, talk to you later. This is Elevate to Success, your host, Lloyd Philip B. with Infinity Bolt. For more information on how we can help you with your project management, coaching, as well as mentoring, you can go to my website at www.infinitybolt.com and send me an email. Please share this podcast and also tell a friend about us. Until then, keep it real. <laughs>